there are secrets out there, guys, performance marketing secrets, and knowing just one or two of them can light up your funnels. Let's go. This is Performance Marketing Insiders. I'm Chris Mechanic. Join me as we go deep into the secrets of the world's elite marketing minds. Performance Marketing Insiders is sponsored by Web Mechanics, the AI-driven performance agency that makes you smarter. Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of the Performance Marketing Insiders podcast. My name is Jared Flagle. I'm the executive producer of the podcast. And we wanted to do something a little bit different this week. Um, so as many of you know, we recently rebranded our podcast for Three Minute Marketing to Performance Marketing Insiders. And we wanted to share some highlights from the Three Minute Marketing era of the podcast and share with you four CMOs and the insights that they shared with us on the podcast. The first CMO we're going to be sharing some insights from is Kip Bonar. He's the CMO of HubSpot. He's going to be talking all about the future of Web3 and NFTs and how that relates to marketing. The second CMO we're going to be sharing with you is Udi Lenergore, and he is the CMO of GOM. He's going to be sharing with you five top tips for marketing success. The third CMO we're going to be sharing with you is Kevin Olansky, the CMO of Jedox, and he's going to be telling you what you need to do to succeed in your first 90 days as a marketing leader or CMO. Finally, we have Grant Johnson. He's the CMO at Embers, and he's going to be sharing with us why chief marketing officers need to become the chief growth orchestrators at their companies to ensure success. So that's it. Four CMOs, four amazing, insightful conversations. We hope you get some really useful takeaways from this episode. And we'll be back next week with a brand new guest for Performance Marketing Insiders. So without further ado, let's take it away. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Three Minute Marketing. I'm your man, Chris Mechanic. Very excited today to have Kip Bodner on the call with us today. Kip is CMO at HubSpot, which is a a multi-billion dollar unicorn uh, that we've known very closely for a long time. We're HubSpot Diamond Partners, as many of you know, uh, and we've you know been into HubSpot since the very early days. So I'm super excited to have you, Kip. It's an honor. Chris, thank you so much for having me. And thank you so much for being a Diamond Partner at HubSpot. Uh, you all do amazing work. Everybody watching this should definitely chat with you all if they need some help on the marketing side of their business. But Let's get right to it. I'm excited. Absolutely. To talk. I love the brevity of this format. Yep. Let's do it. I love it. What are you reading right now? What books, magazines? What are you reading? Yeah. So I'm, um, I spend all my time outside of HubSpot reading Web3. So basically, Web3 Twitter, white papers, um, token documentations, participating in different communities. Uh, everything there because I just want to learn. I kind of subscribe to somebody had a really good quote on Twitter that was like, in web two, you learned so you could earn and web three, you earn to learn, Like you have to participate and engage, provide value in communities. And, uh, and in doing so, you get a fiscal return and web three, you had to uh, web two, you had to invest so much time learning how things worked before the, they could apply that in some type of vocation. And so. Time to value is just much faster in Web3. Like, yeah. it's really just hard to explain to people. Like, I bought, I bought my different, different versions of my name on the Ethereum domain service. And when they, the people who run Ethereum domain service dropped, created, uh, turned into a DAO, created a token, they dropped tokens to everybody who had domains. And so I probably, it costs, I probably had, $1,000 in my different names 
And they dropped me what is the equivalent today, I think about $17,000 in tokens. And it's like, that's a crazy delta of value that like, it's really hard to explain to people that this is how the future works. Yeah. It's like you get paid to register domains. Yeah. And like, Like how did you make 17,000? What? Why? I mean, explain, explain it to me. How do you, how do you make 17,000 bucks registering domains? They're like, Hey, thanks for registering. Here's a coin. And then that coin goes up. The value of that coin appreciated. So basically what happened is they turned the Ethereum name service ENS into a token. And instead of that Ethereum name service being Facebook and being a publicly held company, it's a DAO, which is a decentralized autonomous organization in which everybody votes for the direct, the community votes for the direction of the organization. But to vote, you have to hold a token. And if you hold a token, the, the organization has to create a token. And then obviously, if you were looking for your customers to vote, you got to give your customers some tokens, right? And so they created a page where you just claim and based on how many domains you had, how, how many years you had them set up, uh, purchased for and everything, there was just an equation and they dropped tokens into your wallet once you verified. And then those tokens were dropped at I think $8 per, and now they're over 40 or $50 at the peak, they were at $72, I think. And so you have a situation where you're this participant, this organization wants to run this way to run this way. They have to give the community a governing token to make that happen. And if you're like me, you think the Ethereum blockchain has long-term potential, you just hold your ENS because what might be $15,000 today could be $150,000 a year from now and a million dollars two years from now, right? And yeah. you, you make decisions based on what you think is the right thing in the world. So do you envision a world where like a software company might be like, hey, book a demo and get like 10 coins? I do. Or like, I, like the average B2B SaaS will like have their own coin and their own community, you think? My, my take is that, you know, you'll roll to the HubSpot website someday and you will get offered a token for the right to track email opens, web traffic, things like that. And that token will have value in our community. And you can exchange that for direct monetary value, or you can vote for specific aspects of the community. You can use that token to access specific education. There's a whole host of ways that you could do that in the future. And it's not a tomorrow thing. It's a couple of years from now thing. Yeah. But starting. Like we're doing the base foundation of that stuff today uh, like the community, on the community side of things at least. So having your own token might, and we're not talking one or two years, this is probably more like 10 or 15 maybe, but having your own token might be like basic fundamental the way that having a website is basic fundamental today. True. Potentially. Um, so thank you very much, Kip. Um, let us know or let, let everybody know where they can learn more about you or HubSpot. Uh, check out HubSpot at HubSpot.com. You can find me on Twitter at Kit Bodner uh, or on LinkedIn. So find me, reach out to me either place. Yep. And HubSpot is awesome. If you guys are not using HubSpot currently, you probably should be. You can get started for free. Check it out for free and see if it works for you and your business. Yeah. And I mean, you can you can spin up a free version, uh, a free instance, and just use the live chat and start getting more leads like tomorrow, basically. 100%. That's a perfect tip. All right. Uh, very good. So uh, if you're interested in that, 
uh, feel free to reach out to me directly. You can get, get me at chris at webmechanics.com. Uh, and thank you very much, Kip. We really enjoyed having you. Chris, thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it. So I'm super excited today to have Udi Lettergore on, uh, on the show today. Udi is a very, very impressive individual. I'll let you say a couple of things about yourself, but currently he's uh, heading up marketing at Gong, which is a very hot brand, very sexy brand. I know you guys um, are you know, in the billions in terms of valuation at this point, and uh, you've been there since very early on. So I, I'm super, I have so much to talk to you about. Um, uh, it's unfortunate that this is three-minute marketing, but welcome to the show, Udi. Hey, thanks for having me. Super excited to be here. Uh, yes, I've been with Gong for coming up to five years now. Gong uh, is the fifth company where I was the first marketer and built a marketing team. And this one is definitely the, the greatest and uh, growing the company to new heights. So super, super excited to see where we go next. 100%. Uh, so you are so knowledgeable on, on a variety of topics. I wanted to give you kind of a and so, something a little open-ended so that you could talk about whatever it is that is top or, or um, that you think is relevant. But my question for you today is what are your, your top three or your top five secrets for marketing success? All right, let's, let's, let's get going. Top five secrets for marketing success. Number one is strategy before tactics. On the day that you get your email as the new head of marketing, you will start getting emails from every agency, tech vendor, and partner who wants to work with you. Ignore them all. Figure out your strategy before you send out your first email or do your first social post, because the easiest thing to do in marketing is get busy with activities and campaigns, and they're usually going to be a huge waste of your time and money unless you have a clear strategy behind them. So strategy before tactics, that's number one. Number two, don't produce anything that you wouldn't want to consume. If, if you were to receive this email, if you were to show up to this webinar, would you leave a raving fan? If not, nix it and start over. Create something that you would be excited to consume. Just like the Netflix series that you're binging on, that's the level of excitement you want to create. Number three, don't wait for inbound to come in. You need to start outbound on your first day on the job. Hire that SDR, give them a script, sit over their shoulder or install something like Gong to listen to their calls and start outbound. That's the only way you're going to make it to your next round without running out of money first. Inbound, you should start building, but don't expect it to bring in fruits before, I don't know, 12 months or 18 months. Number four, never compromise on the people you hire. Never compromise on the people you hire. Every person you add can either give you 10x more value or suck up 10x of your energy. Never compromise on the people you hire. And last and not least, number five, don't obsess about measurement. Do what seems right for the brand. Even if you've got a great gut feeling, go for it. If it works, you will know, even if it doesn't show up on the dashboard. Love that. Well, that was very good and very succinct. Uh, resonates heavily. So um, I particularly love the content piece. Your first piece was kind of like about noise. Uh, I am interested because I've heard other executives talk about focus. You know, how, how do you evaluate different ideas, different options? There's so many of them. How do you separate the signal from the noise and determine what to do on a daily, weekly, monthly basis? Well, you need, you need a clear objective of what am I trying to achieve this quarter? I have four very specific goals for this quarter, and almost every single thing I do ties up into one of those four goals. If 
I see something in my inbox or someone shoots me an idea. I mean, just today, I had to reject someone on LinkedIn who had an amazing idea that I told them I would love to do that. It's just not in the four goals for me this year. Let's talk next year. I, it might be the right time. So once you have those priorities, keep them in front of you. It gives you the focus that you need. 100%. And then you, it's interesting. Oh, well, we're out of time now. But hey, uh, let's end right here. Oh, we can continue. So if you're listening to this right now and you want to hear the rest of Udi's uh, and I's conversation, you'll find a link uh, somewhere within the show notes for more. Uh, Udi, where, where can uh, folks learn more about you or Gong? Uh, so Gong, you would find at gong.io. That's the best place to go. Subscribe to our blog. Even if you're not ready to buy revenue intelligence yet, you don't want to miss Devin Reed and the content team's blog. We come out every week with amazing content that really helps salespeople and sales leaders everywhere. Um, the best place to follow me and connect with me is on LinkedIn. So there's only one Udi Lettergore, so I should be pretty easy to find. And I, I don't post every day, but uh, hopefully when I do post, it's helpful. Uh, super excited to be with Grant Johnson here today. Uh, Grant is a longtime uh, marketing person. You've seen the evolution of all the things, basically. You know, you were, uh, you were really right there in it, and you're doing some very impressive work. So Grant is CMO at Emburse. Emburse is the global leader in expense management and accounts payable automation solutions. Uh, before Emburse, um, Grant led uh, marketing at several high-tech companies, including Pegasystems, Kofax, and Silence. Welcome to the show, Grant. Happy to have you. Hey, Chris. It's great to be here. And uh, yeah, I've had a long career in marketing. It's, it's been fun, but I think now's as exciting as ever. Yeah. And I think, you know, a lot of ideas that I've heard you talking about for a long time are, you know, still either hot and up and coming or at, like some of your ideas on content strategy I've been very impressed by over the years. Um, and, and I'm super excited today because I really like your, um, your thinking on this topic. So are you, are you ready to get right into it? Ready to go. All right. So the, the big topic for you today is on evolution from CMO, Chief Marketing Officer, to CGO, Chief Growth Officer, or Chief Growth Orchestrator, as you like to call it. Talk to us about how CMOs can make that evolution quickly, efficiently, effectively, and so on. Yeah, I think best way to look at it is just break down each of those three words. And, you know, like, how do you, you bite an apple? <laughs> and so the chief part, and, you know, you could be CMO in title, but you're not CMO in your influence. So you really have to have more than just the seat at the table. You got to be someone that uh, the rest of the executives look to as a true partner. You've got to be uh, build trust as an advisor to your CEO. I've got that great relationship now with our CEO of Embrace, Eric Friedrichsen. And, um, you know, that doesn't always happen and it hasn't always happened. And your other peers, so whether product or their sales or their finance, you've got to be look to somebody to help uh, drive the, uh, the key initiatives for the business. Now, the second word is growth. And I like to think about growth as like key levers. And most companies have their own uh, view on this. And so uh, pipeline certainly grows your business for the existing uh, customer base market as well as net new. But you also have channels and you have geographies and you have products. A lot of people think, well, products are just products. Well, not really. You can price them differently. You can package them differently differently. 
you can promote them differently. That's my four P's of product, if you will. Um, And there's also the people and the culture. I I really think my success has been the combination of my, you know, expertise as well as the efforts and contribution of my teams. So you've got to get people really excited about driving growth along with you and then ultimately aligned on priorities. You can only do a few things well at once and let's get something working before we, you know, get it half-baked and then do another half-baked thing. Mm -hmm. So that's growth. And the third is orchestrator. And so when it comes to orchestration, I like to think of the marketer. I've, you know, I've had a lot of time to reflect on, so what's my role? I've got a title, but what's my role? And I really marketing is, is the orchestrator, the, the conductor, the quarterback, whatever analogy you want to use that really brings everything together. Yeah. It's certainly best known as go to market, but you know, we, we orchestrate company meetings and how to align strategic objectives. And if you can be seen as somebody can bring people together, get, one-on-one to equal three. And how do you do that? You got to have a strong sense of conviction. Uh, I like to say you should be fearless, fail fast. It's okay to fail. Just make sure it's fast and focus on making the right strategic moves so that will have an impact. I always uh, look at marketing uh, on the downside. It's death by a thousand you know, cuts. On the upside, it's one major move that has the impact. So that's what chief growth orchestrator is all about, being the chief, driving growth, and orchestrating. That was awesome. So just to summarize what I heard, it's, it's by the letter. Chief means beyond a seat at the table. It's like you're the advisor. Growth, I heard various channels. You know, There's more than one way to earn. There's more than one way to package and promote. But really what I heard is like it's almost as important to get buy-in you know, to get buy-in from the team and, you know, be a good leader really is more important in that regard. And then the orchestration, I call that the glue, uh, which is basically get it all together. So I I love that grant. I really appreciate it. Is there any uh, parting words of wisdom or you want to tell us where we can hear more of your thoughts and ideas? Yeah. Well, you know, we're at burst.com and uh, certainly can discover our spend management, spend optimization portfolio that uh, covers expense, AP automation and payments and so forth. Um, I'm at Granty Johnson uh, at uh, LinkedIn. So you can certainly connect with me there, share ideas. Uh, It's a great forum for that. And, um, you know, certainly I felt that uh, marketers can evolve their careers by being very intent driven on what you're trying to achieve. I've often, you know, met peers that not quite sure how they got there. I'm pretty sure how I got here. So, you yeah. know, being attention, if you want to go to evolve your role from CMO to CGO or to CEO, eventually, you've got to have a plan on how to get there. Well, I love it. I'm super excited to have here with me today, Kevin Alansky. Kevin's currently CMO of Jedox, but you're really a legend, man, like in the, you know, in the DC, Northern Virginia corridor of these like, you know, tech CMOs. Um, Kevin previously had been at uh, Blackboard, Cvent, Higher Logic, Logi Analytics, uh, and now has landed at Jedox. And they're very lucky to have you. Welcome to the show, Kevin. Yeah, it's great to be here, Chris. And thanks for uh, giving me the the uh, nod. I guess it's good to be a local legend. Uh, I, I, of course, I saw uh, Udi on your show recently. I'm a big fan of his, and uh, he's definitely got a lot of uh, national and global spotlight. So uh, it, it's good to be here. You probably will too soon because I know Jedox uh, yeah. is 
<laughs> Jet Ox is. I cool. could be if I could put in be put in the same vein as uh, and, and level as Udi. Uh, that's a that's a huge compliment. So good. Absolutely, cool. Well, I'm super excited to speak with you. I've got a relevant and timely question for you and for many others. Uh, and so, if you're ready, let's do it. So the question for today is. You're a CMO. First 90 days. What's your plan to maximize uh, your success and impact? Yeah, so it's, it's it's relevant because I'm right in the throes of it. I'm about 60 days into the role here at Jetox, and um, you know the first 90 days are, are so critical. Um, often it's uh, sometimes referred to as the honeymoon period, uh, but a better way that I think about it, and and something I've learned the way along the way, it's really the extended. It's really uh, you should think of it as the extended interview. Right, so you, you go through this pretty laborious, especially for a CMO uh, role. You go through a very hard and thorough process on interviewing, um, but it really shouldn't stop on day one. Uh, really, you're being evaluated by your CEO, your board, your other executives, your team, um, and and those first ninety days are critical. And and you got to get a lot done. And um, it's it's also a unique time right now because we're we're thinking about twenty twenty two planning. And to being able to execute and plan and build out our, our, our plans in concert with me ramping on the business is uh, just a unique time to join a company. So basically, um, you know, to me, the important factors are really gaining that alignment and trust. You know, do uh, am I setting up things well that I have the trust of the CEO, uh, the rest of my executive team, um, my marketing leadership team, the board? The sales team, most importantly, right? So that we can have our go-to-market motions uh, being prepared and kind of aligned as we're thinking about that way. Uh, the next thing I'd, I'd like to do is, is get close to the business, really spending time with one-on-ones with my, with my team, really understanding what's happening at the ground level to really uh, have a, a strong sense of what they're doing. So as I'm thinking about things uh, and the impact I'm gonna, uh, that I can drive, such as reorging uh, the design of the marketing team so that we can optimize better, um, rebuilding our demand funnel. So the only way that happens is, is to get close to the business and close to the people so they truly can understand what you're doing. And then, you know, ultimately, um, it's about setting Q1 campaigns in this particular case for 2022. Um, so for, you know, again, back to the first 90 days here, it's really setting up your quarterly plans, um, making sure you set accurate targets, uh, opportunity stage, um, if you're still in a lead gen model, thinking about things in those capacity, and then just having the, you know, again, the right alignment with the sales team and then rolling it out and setting up the right cadences um, to be able to measure uh, success and the performance of it. So in a nutshell, uh, those are the ways that I like to think about it. So think about it as the extended interview, uh, getting close to the business and gaining trust would be my top three things within the first 90 days. That's great. That's awesome. And thank you for that, for that summary at the end. I usually do the summary at the end. Oh, you well, there you go. It perfectly. <laughs> so you get um, 30 seconds back. <laughs> so, uh, so getting close to the business is huge. Obviously aligning with the teams uh, are huge. And then that concept of extended job interview, I think is also, uh, is also pretty interesting and there's some stuff to unpack. So folks, if you enjoyed this, uh, please give us a like, a comment or share it with somebody to help us grow our reach. Uh, and then Kevin, if you could um, just let the let the folks know where they could learn more about you or Jetox. Yeah, no, um, Jetox is uh, jedox.com. What we do is financial planning and analysis uh, for all sizes uh, of companies, a lot in the enterprise. 
And uh, they can re- you can reach me on LinkedIn. Uh, last name is Alansky. And uh, yeah, or on Twitter or other places. So cool. Awesome. Thank you. And that's a wrap. Thanks for joining us today. For show notes and other episodes, visit us at performancemarketinginsiders.com. This podcast is sponsored by Web Mechanics, the performance agency that makes you smarter, offering AI-driven search, paid social, analytics, and conversion rate optimization for financial services, health, B2B, and SaaS brands that know. Hey guys, exclusive for listeners of this podcast, you can get a performance marketing assessment for free. And this isn't some cookie cutter automated report. It lays out detailed, specific things you can do right now to unlock limitless growth and nirvana level personal satisfaction. To claim your free assessment, just go to performancemarketinginsiders.com slash audit and you'll have your customer report within just a few days. 